0: McKinney Flavel's Hot Commodity Podcast Series, empowering clients with commercial intelligence, supply chain expertise, and risk management solutions. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Mike Coughlin, President and CEO of McKinney Flavel, and today is October 22nd, 2021. And welcome to our Hot Commodity Podcast Series. I'm joined by Jeffrey Rosinski, our cocoa, dairy, and energy expert consultant to the stars hello Jeffrey how are you hey Mike always great being with you yeah it's been a while since you and I've done one of these and I think the timing's amazing and what we're going to talk about
1: yeah we're one week away from the biggest confectionery chocolate holiday of the year right I know, I know. And, you know,
0: uh, it's actually my daughter's favorite holiday of the year, uh, even more so than Christmas. And so, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot to talk about. Um, But first, uh, are you going to dress up for Halloween? Or are you going to just carve pumpkins?
1: Yeah, we've picked up our pumpkins and we'll certainly carve those and have those outside. Uh, but we're a little bit past the uh, the trick or treating age. But we are looking forward to hopefully having some uh, some kids at the door to pass out candy this year. Because you know, last year we we didn't have a single one. So we're really hoping for a return to normalcy and to see the kids out enjoying themselves. We've yeah. already gone out there and stocked up on a bunch of candy to uh, to give away. Are there cool. any Are there any family favorites you guys have in your household of, of
0: candy? Uh, you know, I, I, I love everything, but, uh, one in particular is the thousand, uh, grand bars. I love those thousand grand, uh, Skittles, but thousand grand number one. Uh, how about you?
1: Well, we, we've stocked up on, let's see, Mounds bars, uh, Peppermint patties,
0: Mm. um,
1: and Twix bars. So we've got a, a variety we'll be passing out.
0: I'm really looking forward to it because you're right, because it is an exciting time of the year. You know, you've been in confectionery industry pretty much all your life and the excitement and the growth and the new candies. And last year was uh, really disappointing, obviously, because of uh, COVID and uh, not seeing that, not having that excitement. And so, um, yeah, I thought today we would talk uh, a little bit about uh, the cocoa industry, what's happening uh, specifically with grind, demand numbers. And kind of your outlook and for those paid subscribers that log on to our IQ platform, uh, you can uh, stay and listen at the end for our paid uh, part of the podcast, which goes a little bit more in depth on commercially what's happening in the industry. Uh, So look forward to that. But uh, Jeffrey 1000. I just said the 1000 bar and I just realized something today is our thousandth blog in a row. This is amazing. A thousand. That is quite a milestone. It really is. Thank you to the info team and the marketing team for everything you guys do to publish that content. And if you uh, you want to check out our blogs, it's it's everywhere on social media for sure. So you can uh, basically uh, like and, and follow us on LinkedIn or you can go to our website at mckinney-favelle.com. It's all over there. But anyway. Congratulations to the team, but more let's let's go back to uh, what we were talking about uh, cocoa and chocolate, Jeffrey. What um, what do you got? What what's happening in the uh, chocolate space with grind and uh, etc.
1: Yeah, uh, g- great question, Mike. So last week we had the third quarter grind results that came out, and I thought a, a great place to start might maybe to dissect and kind of go through those results and, and what it spells out for the health of consumption and demand in the uh, in the chocolate industry. If that sounds good to you. So let's uh, let's kick it off here. And Europe was the uh, the first region to report. Um, they exceeded expectations, so much stronger than I think the market had been anticipating. Up mm-hmm. a, a whopping eight point seven percent for the wow. third quarter compared to a third quarter of last year. And it was uh, 375,811 metric tons, which was the largest quarter in European reported history. Wow. So quite, quite an impressive result. And I think that kind of set the stage and the expectations for the next two regions that reported. North American uh, results came out. They were up uh, um, 4.34%, 123,399 metric tons. Um, so they were up versus the third quarter of last year, um, although I think okay. the market market had been anticipating a stronger number, more in line with what Europe was, but it was still a, a pretty impressive result. And then the third and final region that, uh, that released their results was Asia. Um, they were up 4.1%, which was maybe more on the tamer side compared to where they've been, um, 210,970 metric tons so they were all reported up strongly versus uh, prior year which i guess is not a big surprise yeah. given that 2020 was largely interrupted and in- impacted a lot by by covid i th- I think the important thing though, Mike is you know f- let's talk a little bit about europe. um they were the mm-hmm. most impressive and, and the strongest number that exceeded expectations, and I think that set kind of set the stage of what people had been expecting and that's why when North American Asia came up you know between four and four and a half percent, maybe people were a little bit disappointed, but yeah. it's still very good res- very good results any way you slice it so the appetite for uh, chocolate is there. Yeah. It appears to be the demand is kind of surging and coming back and uh, corporate earnings have all been strong as well. That's great. I think an important thing to do in this exercise is to kind of step away from the tree to to be able to see the forest. And, you know, I, rather than staying sort of myopically focused on an individual corridor, what I like to do is aggregate across all the regions and likewise take a look at, uh, at where we are in a season to date basis. So that would be from October of last year all the way through September of this year and to do those comparisons. Um, because I think if you don't do that you maybe do, do yourself a little bit of disservice when you're sort of digesting and analyzing those grind statistics right so um, the, the I think the important thing to focus on there is when you take a look at all across all three regions and you aggregate it up and you take a look at the the four quarters in total or uh, an annualized number, Uh, We were up 3.4 percent for around the world. Um, Individually, North America was up 6.2 percent. Asia was up 28 percent, and uh, and Europe was up somewhere between seven and eight percent. So, you know, the world as a whole, we're clearly growing and up, you know, 3.4 percent, which is a very strong result any way you look at it. So, I think that's the way I like to to look at things more on a on an aggregated basis across all three regions and across all four quarters.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and um, any, I always ask you this because uh, I always hear about uh, origin grinding increasing more and more. Is that still a trend that's happening in the industry uh, as we, uh, as it might influence how those results in Europe or North America to Asia happen? Uh, so Ivory Coast and Ghana, is that still kind of those, those increasing more processing at origin?
1: Yeah, we are absolutely so. Um, there's been a lot of volatility in the GPEX West African statistics yeah. in particular. I know there were some, you know, some problems with power generation, with some of the the rainfall and the reservoir levels mm. for some of the the hydropower that's created in uh, in Western Europe. Wow. I think the the problem for maybe some of the Asian grind is um, logistics challenges with container availability and rising freight rates. Yeah, you can you can create you can grind the beans and create the products to liquor and the butter over in Asia, but when you look at some of the the supply chain disruptions and issues and delays with getting cargoes sure. from Asia into the West Coast, in particular with the port of of you know Los Angeles, you know Long, you know, Long Beach, yeah, there have been you know big stacked up vessel delays to unload. So I wow. think that's that's um, thrown a little bit of a, a fly in the uh, in the ointment, so to speak, from an Asian supply chain standpoint. Got it. Okay. Well, let's, uh, anything else on demand? Yeah. So, so Mike, like in summary, I guess if we assume the grinds are reported accurately and, and correctly, um, I, I guess where I you know leave the audience kind of thinking is, in my opinion, it becomes statistically harder or nearly impossible to arrive at some of these surpluses that folks have been talking about, ex, you know, well exceeding 200,000 tons for the season just ended uh, and that's assuming you've got a 3.4% increase in global grind yeah. and you've got crops order of magnitude somewhere around uh, 4.95 uh, million metric tons on a on a gross basis Any, anywhere between that and maybe you know five even if you rounded it up to 5 million tons i think it statistically becomes very very difficult to arrive mathematically at a a surplus that is order of magnitude, anything, you know, wildly exceeding 200,000 tons.
0: Got it. Well, those paid subscribers keep listening because we're going to go deeper into talking a little bit about the market and weather and crops and all that good stuff to give you a little bit of extra intel to make some good decisions moving forward on futures. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Those that aren't that want to be Uh, Reach out to us. We'll put you on a test drive for that IQ platform. It's pretty awesome. And uh, don't forget, next Wednesday, we have our uh, fall market outlook at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We'll be covering what's to expect in the grain markets as well as sugar. Uh, very important. So if you want to register, go to our website at mckinney-flavelle.com. And as I always like to say, live with an attitude of gratitude. Enjoy every minute, moment. Don't you dare take it for granted. And until next time, take care, everybody. That concludes this podcast episode. For expanded commentary and more detailed information, log on to McKinney Flavel's IQ Ingredient Intelligence Platform and listen to our Market Insights podcast. If you're not a subscriber, visit bikini-label.com for more information. And as always, follow us on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter.